club foot and pisses all over him. So yeah. it's just messy. We all know what Messi can do. A lot of flair, a lot of skill. People might forget the names, but the street certainly won't. Yes, my lovely people, welcome back to another FT Log podcast. It's myself, Jordan, and then we got Jack. You in the house, mate? Hello, yes. Whoa. I'm in the house. Ooh, energy, mate. Oh. Energy. Love it. Love it. Um, how's your week been? All right? Yeah, good. Happy days. Good. Just uh, got a few days off next week, so hopefully the weather the weather stays strong. Summer, so that does mean rain, doesn't it? But yeah, all it does. Mean, I mean, uh, recent times there's been flooding in um, England in places you wouldn't believe. Um, but anyway, back to the business at hand, should I say? I'm talking about business. What's this episode about, Jack? Yeah, talking about business. We're talking about transfers. Everyone's talking about transfers at the minute, ain't they? Uh, oh. And we are going to be looking at top 10 transfers in Premier League history. Uh, I think before we go into it, I'll just clarify a couple of bits. So it's got to be wet, and this may sound stupid, but it's got to be the team would have been a Premier League team uh, when they signed the player. So I've seen loads of people say, oh, Vardy's one of the best ever Premier League signings. Well, no, he ain't, because he was signing the Championship. Same with Mares. so that's the rule. Dems the rules. Um, right, so how do you, how do you judge a good transfer, Jack? What do you take into consideration when you're thinking, let's just say you was the, uh, the man in charge at Arsenal, you had an unlimited fund, uh, a, a pot of money, right? And obviously, you have to be good with your money. How would you judge a good transfer? What would be, what would you be looking for? So, I think the first thing I'd be looking for is what they do on the pitch. Of course, yeah. Um, which may, you know, but I know there's a lot of talk now about sell-on value and things like that. But ultimately, if they give you, you know, 10, 11 years of service and they leave for free, even if they've signed on big, big, uh, big money or a big contract or whatever, I still think that's a good transfer, you know. You've got yep. people like Burkamp, he, he left us on a free, obviously he retired. And, you know, you've got people like Rooney, they, he left free or cheap, didn't he? So it's it's what about you do at the club, I think. Um, that's one bit. And also, I think what that has, what that player has impact on the team or the team's future. Yeah, I'm with you 100% on that. Um, there's a few on my list that definitely um, are in that category. Um, there's a couple of things I take into consideration. Obviously, like you said, the performance is the main thing. You don't buy a player just to sit on a bench. Um, position is one. Um, and I know you, you're very... Um, goalkeepers are not a big thing for you, are they, really? Um, but position um, and how the longevity of that player. So when you're buying into a player, are they going to stay in, like you just said, are they going to stay in that team for one year, two years? Five years, how long can you see that player being in that team and can you build that team around them? Um, and the status of the player, obviously, if you're going to go, if I'm buying, say, Rooney at 16, that's different from me buying Ronaldo at, from Man United to Real Madrid. The status is different. You know, yeah. you, you know what you're getting. Um, I suppose nowadays nationality plays a part on it, doesn't it? Which I don't think should do. In England, we know you've got the English tax. Not for mm. me. Um, the image of the player. You know, this this is what I'd be thinking about if I was in uh, the business side of things. But obviously, what can they put like commercially? What can they give back? Yeah. To? Um, and if you're obviously if you're looking at and this is what definitely 
my number one was, and maybe my number two as well. The what they're young. What potential do they have? Like their ceiling, as you always put it, Jack. Um, and I think you did mention the replacement cost for these players. Now that take that because one of the players I was going to say, which is going to be an honourable mention, I might as well go into my honourable mentions at the moment. It's Vieira because he was quite cheap, wasn't he, at the time? Well, not cheap, cheap, but he wasn't. Yeah, he was. He was point, I think he was like yeah, four million or something like that. And all right, at the time, you know, nowadays that seems really cheap, but at the time it's probably about average, maybe. But the ability you had in that player, what he went on to do, was unreal. But mm. you can't replace that guy. You haven't replaced that guy. Mm. Um, so I think it's similar to what Kante is to Chelsea at the moment. I feel like Chelsea are going to go a massive decline once. Um, well, not massive decline, but they'll find it hard to replace Kante. Um, so he was a, he was in consideration, considering the importance he was to Arsenal. Um, so he made my honourable mentions, but I, do, I don't believe he's um, he's better than any of my ten for for the value. Um, do you want to chip in with a couple of honourable mentions before I start as well? Yeah, so I mean, I I didn't prepare any, but just thinking one off the top of my head. Um, so you mentioned Vieira. I think Anelka's definitely yeah. in with a shot. I mean, he was signed for half a million and sold a couple of years, three years later, for uh, about 25 million. And within that time, he won the double. Uh, I think he got a, go- a joint golden boot one year at Arsenal. I know he got one at Chelsea as well. Um, and just what you're saying, a lot of what you were saying there, he ticks a lot of those boxes, actually. Doesn't he? Uh, and we obviously used the money to sign a lot of great players as well, because Wenger was a bit of a master in the market in those early days. He knew the French market so well. Yeah, that's a great shout. And, you know, he got passed around the Premier League. He must be the most transferred player in Premier League history, right? Within the Premier League. It's got to be. I can't uh, think, I think well. so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great shout. Um, so a different take on it is obviously we said salon value. In terms of what he's provided the club, probably not much on the pitch. He did, he did his bit, but from what he got bought for and how much he got sold, and we've already mentioned that this is probably one of the worst transfers that's ever happened for the club that brought him. Um, I think Coutinho is an honourable mention because for him to attract that interest from Barcelona, get sold on for, with add-ons, I think it was 150 or around that 150 million. Yeah. Got yeah. bought for like 11 or 12 mil. All right, on the pitch, it may have not translated into titles, but I think from that money that he generated, that's what got them the titles. I don't think they would have had that investment for like the Van Dykes, who could be another mention for Southampton, to be honest, because um, I, I think he was only like 14 million from Celtic and then went on to be sold mm. for 75 million. So, you know, I think Cortino's one to mention just purely on the basis that you've made massive profit for that club there and then. Um, one of my mentions is Balak on a free from Bayer Leverkusen. Um, I love the guy. I think he was brilliant. Um, everyone says if he, he carried on longer, he would have been one of the top uh, midfielders, probably in the Prem. Oh, definitely. Um, just fantastic. And, you know, in that short period, he won an FA Cup, Premier League and a League Cup under, I think it was under Ange- Ancelotti, if I remember correctly, um, amongst others. So, yeah, Balak, one of them for free. Can't argue with that. Uh, Chelsea, obviously, are going to be in this list all over because, one, we've got Marina, who's brilliant at business. Two, Chelsea in general, they're quite good have, and historically have been quite good. So two players that were part of Chelsea's history, Rude Hullet, and a lot of people don't know, he came for free from Sampdoria, right? The impact he had on Chelsea in that period, and 
I'm looking at it from a Chelsea fan's point of view where he went on to win an FA Cup at that time was massive. Um, and the year that he joined, it took him a slow start to get, get there, but he was runner-up player of the year, uh, for, only to be beaten by Cantona, who I know will probably be mentioned later. But um, yeah, and obviously he was player manager when he won that. I'm pretty sure he was player manager when he won the FA Cup when we beat Middlesbrough. Um, so Hullet, uh, another one, Viali, another three from Juve, Super Cup winner. UEFA Cup Winners' Cup. UEFA Cup, UEFA Cup Winners' Cup, that's the equivalent to Euros nowadays, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it is. Um, no, I don't think there is a... There isn't really a competition like that no more. There's a bit of... Yeah. It's sort of like Europa League, I suppose. It was second fiddle, so obviously... Yeah, champion. second, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, him. Um, there was a couple more. I don't want to go in. <laughs> Sorry, right, sneeze. Um, I don't want to go in too much, but um, Harry Maguire for Leicester. Did he? Was he in the Prem? He was going to say, not for Man United. No, 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 no not for Man United. Yeah, he was, he was in the Prem, yeah. Harlock, uh, Sol, Maguire and, and Andy Robertson. Yeah, and I think both of them, 12 million for Maguire, 8 million for Andy Robertson, went on to sell, obviously, Maguire for 80 million, so that's a profit for Leicester, um, and obviously had a ma- major impact for Leicester. Robertson, again, if you're spending 8 million for him, he goes on to win you a Prem and Champions League, where Liverpool have lacked for many years, and probably be pivotal to that team really um you can't argue um one you're gonna probably agree with i don't know if he's in your list but um sol campbell um free from spurs you're gonna love that one i I, I should have put him in my list yeah i didn't three fa cups two league titles um yeah i think this the whole it's the thing is the way that it happens brilliant for us Yeah, and that, that's that's probably from Arsenal's point of view. That's that's even better, you know. That's why William's such a cult hero at Chelsea, you know, from being at Spurs to like literally just turn his head at, to, to, uh, back to Chelsea. So there's that, and then obviously the last one for me is um, Gareth Bale, thirteen or something million or ten million or something for from Southampton, but it paid off. I think they sold it to to Real Madrid for ninety million around that. It's uh, a world record fee was at the time, yeah, you know, and Spurs. They're not going to like it, but without Bale in those years, they'll still be a nobody team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're a couple of you that I, like, I want to mention because you can't really forget them. They're, they are fantastic deals. It's just that these people in my top 10, I feel like have had a major impact. Like you said, performances, they've gone on to, to win a lot. They've made their name in these clubs once they've signed for them. They've been so so much part of the team. The team was built around them. So um, I'm going to kick off them. My number 10, Eden Hazard. Number nine, Van der Sar. Number eight, Cristiano Ronaldo. Number seven, Ashley Cole. Number six, Thierry Henry. Number five, Cesar, Aspar, Laqueta or Dave. Number four, Petr Cech. Number three, Peter Schermacko. And number two, Frank Lampard. Number one, Wayne Rooney. Jack, take the floor, mate. Nice. We've got very different lists. <laughs> my number 10, Petr Cech. Nine, Roy Keane. My number eight, Vincent Company. My number seven, Frank Lampard. My number six, Cristiano Ronaldo. My number five, Alan Shearer. Better Blackburn, that is. My number four, Thierry Henry. Three, Burkamp. Two, Cantona. Number one, Kante. 
Um, before we go on, I'll just say this so you know that, that we were supposed to do this episode a bit earlier, weren't we? And I'd, I'd had these names and down for a while. Yeah. I thought I was sure I'd in my 10. <laughs> um, but I obviously don't, and I've just kind of rolled with it. But uh, yeah, I think you've gone very Chelsea uh, dominated, and there's what, three goalkeepers in your list. Yeah. Uh, I've only got one in mine. I think a lot of mine are strikers. Yeah, and that was probably maybe. You're thinking was the positioning, the the importance of the position there, isn't it? Yeah, it goes back to that, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, right, so I've got two keepers that are up, I think, third and fourth. So Schmeichel third, check fourth, right? And the reason being is, for one, Schmeichel, right? I think I've done it based on what they've won in the club, the impact they've won in the club. And again, I know we talk about position, but... They cemented that position for years. And not only did they cement it, they were the best in the business and have been the best in the business. It's debatable. I personally think Czech is better than Schmeichel, right, in, in the Premier League keeper. I think he holds better records. I think he's done wonders. Obviously, as an Arsenal fan, you're not going to be happy um, with that because, obviously, he, he went to your club and wasn't as good. Um, Czech, also, the major thing for me is we bought him for so cheap at a time where, you know, we, we could have easily been asked for X amount of, money we just got uh so much more money in in the bank from roman anyone could have asked us for anything um we could have gone out and got probably van der Sar we wanted to but we picked picked Petr check and he wasn't un- he was an unknown keeper at the time don't get me wrong he, he played for wrens right i think it was 11 million we bought him for and the joke thing is we sold him for 12 million to arsenal right yeah which is mad so we basically obviously if, you, if you're looking at it simplistic terms you're not taking all the wages and stuff. We made a profit of one million on our best ever keeper, and I personally think the best keeper that's played in the Prem, right? Mike, yeah, go on. I, I agree with all that, and that's why I have my list as well. This is this is it, and you know the reason why he's so high for me is because he kept that position. I think you took check out, and we've seen it. We saw it with at Chelsea. There was there's only one other player that probably could have taken him at that position, and that was Courtois as he was getting older. Um, but you took Czech out of that position. We we started to lose games. I think Czech was injured for a quite a while with his obviously his head injury. Um, we started to lose games. Chelsea always had a spine in that team, and majority of the spine is in my list. Um, Dropper, I think, didn't make the list because he was quite expensive at the time, um, and you bought what you was getting. Um, oh, you you got what you bought. Sorry. Um, but for Petr Czech, the long the longevity that. The impact he's had on that team. For Chelsea, to go to Chelsea and win four Premier League, four FA Cups, one Champions League, three League Cups, one Europa League, major impact. Um, and it was no coincidence that we'd done it with Petr in the goal. He was untouchable. Um, so that's why he's so high for me. Compared to, say, if you look on your list, companies there, he's had a probably captain, decent run. There's arguably he could probably be better than him. I mean, to be honest, your 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 list as well. I prob- I, the, my debate is Kante. I can see why you've gone for him, but I can't. Yeah. So this was the one guy yeah. that goes probably against your point. Longevity. The Kante transfer I'm talking about is um, the Leicester one. Him going to Leicester in the first place, but you know he won. A, he just won a league and bounced. But they they were never going to win the league again. No. So he's achieved all he's achieved, and also. They wouldn't have won that league without him. I mean, that one season, people are going to be talking about that for forever. I struggle yeah. to think of many better seasons from a uh, centre mid in the Premier League. I think maybe Lampard's 0405 season potentially is better, but that's about it, I think. So, And that 
that transfer changed the makeup of Lesk. So they went from a, well, not even a yo-yo club, but that's what they were looking like going, probably going to go relegated and get promoted again and never going to be anywhere near it. But with the funds that they've got, with their smart scouting, yeah, they've managed to use that 30 million or whatever and get people like Ndidi, um, Madison. Yeah. I'd say Tielemans, but he was, you know, he was a 40 million pound player. But, you know, Le- Leicester are... They wouldn't, have been, good. they wouldn't have been able to attract him uh, prior to Kante. You're right. This is bang on. I didn't consider that. Yeah. So when you talk, when you're thinking about it, it's it's the it's the image of the club that he's improved. He's he's obviously yeah. the commercial aspect of the club as well. You know. Yeah. I, yeah I, I didn't consider that. So I can understand why Kante. Is, I can understand why Kante would have been it anyway. Like for even if you said to Chelsea, because the impact he's had is almost similar to what Hazard was for Chelsea. I yeah, I, th- I think the thing is with some of these, and it's probably the same with some of my picks, they're obviously great players. I'm, I'm just out, uh, pick out two names. Go Hazard, Cole. Now, what I'm, what I'm going to say about these two is when Hazard signed for Chelsea, uh, they were the champions of Europe. And when Cole signed for Chelsea, they had won the league twice. So, obviously, they're both fantastic signings. But the way that Kante moved the goalposts for Leicester, it's not possible, is it, for, for a player to do that at Chelsea at that time? Whereas, suppose, when Czech signed, when Lampard signed, um, they were more of a top six club than a pushing for the title. So, they could really move them up to the next level kind of thing. Yeah, that. I know it's like like Kante's Kante's impact is is bigger a hundred percent like in terms of what he's what he's done for Leicester in the grand scheme of things. So I can understand that. I think for for Hazard he carried Chelsea for years. He he arguably became in the top five players of the world whilst at Chelsea. Yeah. Um, and Ashley Cole he became probably one of the best left backs and a lot of people say ever. Ever yeah. Um, and yes he was good at. Arsenal, but he took it to another level at Chelsea. I think I know he won what two leagues, but he was he was still young. He wasn't. I don't think he was present for both those leagues, was he? Like he wasn't a main star. I might be wrong. Um, he was. Still, uh, he was coming into it in the first, in the first league, one. but yeah, the invincible season. He was. Uh, yeah, I think it. he might have even played every game, but yeah, yeah, definitely that. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's go for him then. The re- I was obviously I was just talking about the Schmeichel Sh- and Czech thing. So Schmeichel. Uh, for me, half a mil, so 500k around that from, is it Bromby IF? I'm assuming IF is the equivalent. Yeah, and he, he was coming off that Euro 92 tournament as well. So people knew who Schmeichel was. Yeah. It was kind of like Czech coming off the, well, it was better than Czech coming off Euro 2004. But if I'm not mistaken Czech was bought before that tournament wasn't he otherwise he would have been a lot more expensive I believe so yeah you know how transfers work anyway it wouldn't just be one week of negotiations and then boom you're, you've got them they'll be planning ahead they, all these clubs have scouting systems that work way before you know us lot may, may think um, Schmeichel yeah I mean the reason why I said a Czech is because he's had a bigger impact in terms of titles that's all I can say um, what more can you know? He in that triple season, Schmeichel was one of the main men. Uh oh. Um, so you know we were talking about scouting system. Yeah. We probably needed a scouting system ourselves. So I just looked up Schmeichel actually. He signed in 1991. Oh, I have a so lot. It wasn't before the Euros, but probably more importantly, it, technically not a Premier League signing. He's uh, in the first division, isn't it? 
the football league. So uh, I don't think okay. he's he's not actually eligible. So that might have been why well, I didn't have him in my initial list actually, just because okay. of that. But he's another one that always gets mentioned in these lists of the best ever Premier League signing. So I can see why you've put him in there. But yeah, I think technically yeah. he's not he's not allowed. Fair enough. Then that Sean's my list down to nine. I might have to take someone from you. Maybe Cante then after that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, live and learn on this podcast. Well done. Um, fine, fair enough. Just mark out there. That means check moves up closer. Unless you meant Casper, but I think yeah, that's I what I meant. He, he, I think he signed in the championship as well. I was joking, uh, my God. Uh, I just wanted to test the waters anyway, lads. Let's move on from that one. God, blimey. All right. Um, so yeah, let's let's just let's, let's go through it then. So I've got Rooney number one. I think you've got Kante number one. We've spoke about Kanto. You said you may. I think you said that you may have potentially left out Rooney. I, I, I was sure I had Rooney in my list, but then I, I obviously did this a while ago, and yeah. I just kind of went with it. I don't think I'd have him number one, but oh, I'm sure he would have been around. I think he would have been above Ronaldo for me, and Ronaldo's number six, so he, he would have been in my top six for me. And I think I was blinded for years because growing up watching football at my age, Omri was the man, wasn't he? He was Mr. Premier League, him and Shearer. Um, mm. And I think it was more about his image, the way he was quite arrogant on the pitch and his style of play. But thinking about it now, as you get older, I think Rooney was the better player. I prefer him. He was the better striker. He just he was better than Omri, 100% for me. Um, and all right, they brought him for 33 million, I believe, from Everton. Um, at the time, Rooney was was he 18 or 16? He might have been 17. I think he was 18, but he was the most expensive teenager after I think Antonio Cassano had it, and then he took it off. But the impact was instant, and Rooney at the time he wasn't. He was, don't get me wrong, he was talked about loads, wasn't he? Like, when he was 16, he was, I think he scored that goal versus, I don't know if it was his debut as well, versus Arsenal. I don't think it was his debut, but it was his first goal. He scored loads against Arsenal. He, look, I don't have to speak about Rooney. He, you know, he's a brilliant player. I, I think he was one of the best players, if not the best player um, in the Premier League. It, um, I just think he was fantastic. But the reason why he's on my list this high is one, because of that. Um, what his impact was and his impact was straight away for what Man United needed at the time you know Chelsea were kind of dominating or you know starting to buy players starting to build a a history Um, he had a history before but starting to build a a new history a new era Um, Arsenal was still half decent at that time Um, Liverpool you know it was still a competitive league and Man United still wanted to go on and win the Champions League again because they didn't obviously think it was only um, thingy in, in 98 I believe. 99. Oh, 99, sorry. 99 when they last won it. Um, and Rooney and Ferguson was like a match made in heaven and also not. That makes sense. I think the personality of Rooney in terms of his passion to, to go on and win games matched Fergie's passion for it. In terms of his attitude and stuff and up against each other, they kind of clashed in that aspect. But it was it just he just fit Man United perfectly, I think, Rooney. So in terms of the profile of the player, fit into the club, Commercially, he's obviously banged it out. Rooney shirt is all over the place. He's cr- he's created history by winning five prems, one Champions League, four League Cups, a few FA Cups or one, I think, uh, Europa League, Club World Cup. And most importantly, he's got the most goals scored for Man United as well. And he went on to be captain at some point. Um, dropping back, you... you 
like he was up front, then he used to drop as he got older, he dropped back into the middle, became that kind of Kane kind of player at the moment you see him where he drops back and plays the balls over assisting. I can't argue with thirty three million. I think in today's day and age, considering Kai Havertz or someone like that is going for what? Seventy, sixty odd 60, 70 million? Yeah. Wayne Rooney would have been, if we're looking at talent here and impact, all right, you might argue that Kai Havertz just won us the Champions League or whatever, but I can't see him being up. I may be completely wrong here, but I cannot see him having the impact Rooney had. Um, Rooney's got to be bloody double, if not triple that, if you look in retrospective. Well, yeah, I think because he was an 18-year-old, but I I think I can argue with 33 million because everyone else on this list is miles below that, other than, I suppose, Lampard at 11 was probably deemed at the time quite expensive, and Omri at 11 as well. Uh, but no, everyone else was significantly cheaper than Rooney. I think there's a danger that you're putting Rooney one because of how good a player he was, rather than the actual the transfer. I, I just struggle with the United players because I don't think any one player necessarily put them over the top. I think Rooney it was, was a real it was a real combination of everyone, but Rooney was obviously there the longest. I, to be like, if, if you're looking at this one, I mean. I looked at it on what they won as well. So the reason why Lampard's second, you know, he is cheaper, but Rooney got two more Premier League titles. And for me, and and to be your all-time top goalscorer, obviously Lampard's our all-time top goalscorer. But for me, 33 million, and I'm pretty sure Lampard wasn't brought to the same age as Rooney. So you got so many more years out of Rooney as well. He became the fabric of Man United. Um, And don't get me wrong, it's very close to Lampard because he became the fabric of Chelsea. You, You know what I mean? But... You got more years out of Rooney, so it's it's a it's more money, but you're investing in someone who's just won you two more league titles than say Lampard. He's obviously won the same amount as Lampard, whatever in terms of trophies. You know, he's won a club World Cup. I think Rooney was so pivotal to Man United doing all that at that time. I can understand what you're saying. You know, they had so many other individuals that contribute. So people could argue that Vidic for seven million might have been a good buy because of what he done or. Ferdinand, you know, Ferdinand was 30 million, wasn't he, from Leeds? Yeah, yeah, he was the world's most expensive defender. Yeah, you know, you could look at that nowadays and think it's a good investment, couldn't you, really? If you're going, if you're looking at retrospective, that's what I'm look, looking yeah. at retrospectively. I'm not, at the time, you, you might have questioned it, but it is a, if you're looking at it retrospectively, it's a good buy because of what he'd done for that club. Um, but I just feel like Rooney did that extra bit to elevate Man United in those era because. Who would you who would you replace Rooney with? I know you're saying it's not about the individual. Like I'm I'm going more about the individual, but it is the performances on the pitch and what they so, bring to the club. Because that's all you're that's all you're really. Yeah, so it probably would have been um, probably someone like a Joe Cole, wouldn't it? At the time, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't really think back then, but I mean it's it's the same. Whereas a Lampard, and I had Lampard on my list as well. And as I said, I probably would have had Rooney around the five or six mark. Yeah. If I had put him in there, I'd Lampard at seven. I think a Lampard, again, you asked me that question, probably would have been replaced with a Gerrard. Yes, Lampard's better than Gerrard, but Chelsea Chelsea were piling money in. So I think to a point, they were going to be successful regardless. But I think the, the transfer of Lampard was very was very ballsy, uh, which I actually, why I like the Van der Sar transfer actually as well. I like that shout because he was, what, 34, 35? Yeah. Probably would have been seen a little bit mad to go for a goalie from Fulham that's 34, 35 years old, even if he, you know, was still the Dutch number one and stuff. But 
you know, it's masterstroke from Fergie. Yeah, I just struggled a little bit with the United ones other than Cantona because I think they had such a good team anyway. Uh, when when you go back to that initial question, I think impact on the team is probably where I put my list at above, even above what they've done on the pitch, probably. Yeah, fair enough. So I'm coming at it from different angles. I, c- I can see why Rooney is, is high. As I said, yeah, he probably would have been fifth or sixth for me anyway. And if you're taking it, what they've done on the pit, it's hard to argue against him being number one. Other than, you know, this, maybe the sell-on piece, that's the only thing that's missing. But it's hard to get that when you've been there for 13 years. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Cantona, I mean, your top, your top three, four in five, your top five are all impact, major impact players, really, aren't they? So Cantona, Burkamp, Omri and Shearer. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much Omri was actually a, like a culture changer or whatever, but he was just such a good player. I had Burkamp higher because he was like a big marquee signing that no one thought Arsenal could get at the time. I think he'd been second or third in the Ballon d'Or a year or two before that. And it's a big name for quite a big money at the time, seven and a half million. But a bit like it's a bit like the Rooney one, really. It's it's very similar to the Rooney one, actually. Even down to the point where they played a similar position in that sort of supporting striker role. Only difference is Burkamp took Arsenal from what fifth, sixth place team to challenging every year but not winning every year. Rooney took United from challenging every year but not winning every year to winning every year. So they're a bit similar, really. It is a hard one. Yeah. So different, these lists, isn't it? Normally, we've got a few that are pretty similar. similar. I'll tell you why Omri isn't. So, obviously, I had uh, Peter Schmeichel, which didn't count. So, we'll avoid that. So, Omri moved up to fifth in my thing. So, we spoke about Lampard, like you said. For me, very similar to Rune Luck. The impact he's had, um, 14 14 and a half, I think, mil. I think it's the exact same amount as you spent on Omri. Um, and like you said, impact the players had. Um, three Prems, one Champions League, two League Cups, four FA Cups, one Europa, Parch in the Pear Tree, and all-time goal, goal scorer. But the impact he had in that club, similar to what I was saying about Czech, the spine of that team was built built around those players. Czech, Lampard, Terry, uh, you can even argue Cole was in that, and obviously Drogba. That spine at moving, you know, even though that even they at some point probably dictated who would come in to the club. Now, Lampard, he's, he's such a cult hero at Chelsea and he changed, I personally think, without Lampard, I know you said, we could have probably gone and bought someone else or, or is that what you were saying you was alluding to, like, because we were pumping in money? A little bit, yeah. I mean, you you asked the question about who, who could Rooney have, who could United realistically have got? And I know he was 30-odd million, but I'm struggling because they were linked with, what, Ronaldinho at the time. What Ronaldinho would have given you three years, but he was there and then left or something like that. I wouldn't. Well, no, Ronaldinho was he was he was linked with him whilst when Lampard they was signed there. Cristiano. Was yeah. it the year before? Yeah, and but I'm I'm just trying to think, and that I can't really think. Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard to be honest. Whereas Lampard, the Gerrards, there, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't think I think Lampard Terry established the foundations. Were the foundation of that. Chelsea team. I think you take any one of those two out, we would not have the success going forward. Um, I can't see how that Chelsea team would be have as many titles as they did. Do sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what I'm talking about. Impact. And that's the same with Rooney. That's why I've put those there. And that's why Omri for me. I'll go on about Aspilicueta before him, but Omri for me, 
he hasn't won as much as these these lot above him. He's won two Premier Leagues and three FA Cups, I believe. Um, he's got the most goals for you. But in terms of impact of what he's won for you, if Arsenal was the biggest club as they're, they're, they're saying, right, in that time period, sh- surely he should have won a little bit more than what he has. Uh, I, I don't think it's as simple as that, but I do... I do kind of get your I do kind of get your point about Omri. I mean, I I down in my notes that to be honest, the whole Omri success at Arsenal as well wasn't necessarily down to that being a good transfer. It was down to the fact that Wenger played him as a striker. Yeah, because he wasn't was he before? He's like he a was left. a winger at Juve. So is that actually down to not? It's not down to how good a transfer it is. It's down to tactic. I still think he he's got a place in the top ten because it. I've got to give Wenger his credit on some of these transfers and give a nod to how well he knew the French market and stuff like that. So I think he's got to be in the top 10. But I I see what you're saying. But I suppose what I would ask the question of, yeah, when you talk about Rooney's, what, five Premier Leagues, is it? Yeah. I think Lampard's got five. How, how much is one Leicester Premier League worth? Compared to those, five? Yeah. If you're talking long term. So the, no, I, I'm just saying like not all Premier League titles are equal. No. So that Leicester one, what's that worth? Two, three? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, for that club. So in the one, yeah, uh, he's he was only there for one year. Um, I'm I'm starting to doubt myself a little bit with Kante because there is I'm I'm thinking probably Cantona is, is maybe the one actually on my list, but Kante's one. He's only had one year at Leicester, but he's done. You know. You could say he's done the equivalent of what Omri's done, league title-wise. Well, yeah. more than, isn't it? Omri only won two, so... Um, yeah, I mean, look, he's... It's hard because how, how how can you look at... like For instance, Rooney, fair enough. I mean, he's had five Premier League titles, like you said, they're in a club which already established as one of the biggest in the world and likely winners of the Prem each year, probably. Man United, when he joined. Lampard, not really. Chelsea didn't win the Prem for 50 years. So, yeah. if you look back at that that time so you're looking back at 2004 season right Chelsea win the Premier League for the first time in 50 years let's just say they didn't win anything after that how important is that compared to Leicester's one in 2015 2015 yeah I mean I'm first first I'm, I'm, I'm happy enough I think the argument you're making for Lampard is better than the argument you're making for Rooney yeah look I can understand. I can understand what you're saying, and about that, I just feel like they're very, very close. But uh, the reason why, and like I said, the reason why it, it is Rooney over Lampard, right? Is because I don't think you can replace him. I know you said Joe Cole, but I don't think Joe Cole would have had the same impact. No, uh, no, no. I, I only. I'm not saying he would have. I'm saying that's the only guy I could think of. Could have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree on that. So, yeah, I don't think it would have the same. I don't think you would have got anyone for a few years. I, I can't even name anyone. After Rooney, yeah, would have actually done what he done. Does the fee come into it though? Because the fee does. Oh, look, right. this is, is a lot. Because if you look at, oh, I'm just going to use this as an example, right? Lewis Figo was what 40 million, yeah, and that was in the year 2000, I think. Yeah, so that was four years earlier, and then Zidane went a year later, didn't he, for 45. And then transfers didn't go up that much because the Zidane one was the world record for about seven or eight years. So if we look at Rooney's fee of 33 and no one's looking at Figo's transfer for 40 or Zidane's for 45 and going, they're some of the best transfers ever, are they? No, but you're looking at the player. Yeah, I I know know what you're saying. And they won, they still won league titles, Champions League, and they were in a massive club as well. And no one's saying that they were even bargain no they, they weren't but they, they weren't bargain but depends how you define transfer i know we're getting deep here but if you're talking about 
value for money, then we can go on and just have all this can just be free transfers and stuff. But if we're talking about yeah, it can't all be the, value for money. But if we're talking about transfer, as in what the players done for the club plus the money, we, we have to consider the money. Hundred. I mean, you, look, we can flip it back to it's always going to come back to this. Ozil, you know, you spent forty two million at the time was quite a lot. You got one or two good seasons out of him. The rest of it was horrible because you made some silly decisions financially in terms of his contract and his aura around the club. Now, Rooney didn't as far until I think one season when his head might have been turned by Chelsea, right? And again, that was financially motivated. They didn't he didn't cause too many problems in that aspect, right? They knew his worth and he would perform on the pitch and show it. It week in, week out, get you and this is what I'm saying, but this is why two more prem Premier League titles more than Lampard sways my vote because at the end of the day your club is there to win title and if you've got more titles in my eyes you've achieved more you've you're more value to the club than someone who hasn't achieved oh, did he only win th- oh, I thought he'd won five as well he, he's only won three I'm pretty sure Lamps has only won three so Ch- is it Chelsea that have won five that he Chelsea. left before oh, yeah. then is it yeah all right so, yeah, that is a tough one. Um, before we kind of decide some of the top ones, one I will just want to talk about that you didn't mention at all. Alan Shearer. Yeah. Oh, this is kind of everything I love about a transfer. It has the element of taking a bit of a punt on a young player, but it's also a marquee signing because Blackburn were coming up, you know, they were spending the money and he's, what, Shearer had just been in the Euro 92 squad and he could have gone United and stuff like that. And um, it was it was cheap. If you look back at it, it was about two and a half million. And he won them a league title, which Blackburn had never done. And uh, it's not the same as Leicester because they were spending a bit of money and they did have good players. But he ultimately put them over the top. And yeah. then the sell-on value, he was sold for 15 million. So and that's he was sold for sort of five or six times what they bought him for. And that was a world record fee. And the performance on the pitch in four years there, his record is just ridiculous goal scoring wise. No one will ever come close, I don't think. He has 80, 81% goals to game record. The next closest to that is like your likes of Henri, Aguero, Harry Kane. They're all around the 69, 70%. That's a big difference. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I'd in fifth. I don't think he's number one necessarily, but he's at, thinking about it. He's kind of everything Kante is, but okay, the Leicester wins more more difficult to achieve than the Blackburn title win. But Shearer yeah. did give Blackburn four years. Very very similar those two. Yeah, stories. it's a good shout. You know, he did go on to become all time got the all time Premier League goal scorer, didn't he? And he's he had that partnership with Sutton, and you know. I remember when when he was on a podcast, I think recently, and he was talking about how he could have gone Man United, and he Brilliant. made them. Yeah, I, I just think how different would it have been? How 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 different do you think that would have been? Do you think? And and this is this maybe plays into the Rooney factor as well. You know, he probably would have retired by the time maybe Rooney came on the scene, or just retiring, come to his latter years. What time did he, when did he retire? Like two thousand and four, two thousand three. No, I think it was a bit later than that. I think Rooney was already at United. Oh, okay. but it wasn't quite. You know, he wasn't quite hitting peak Rooney. So if if Shearer was in that United team, Rooney would automatically become pressurised to be replacing the the best Premier League striker. Would have the same impact. So yeah, look, in terms of what Shearer's brought to to Blackburn, I'm real. And and obviously like the sell-on fee. Brilliant. So I, I agree with that. That's a, that's a good shout. I, my 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 take on it is we've got to see the thing is we've got different takes on it because they did win the Premier League and what would you say that is equivalent to Blackburn winning the Premier League? What's that equivalent to? Like how many 
Premier League is that? Worth oh, probably like one and a half. <laughs> I, I don't think it was as big a deal, or not as big a deal, but as big a, an underdog story as people make out now. Yeah. It's kind of like if, all right, look at Aston Villa, what they spent, 200 million, 100 yeah. million. <laughs> they're looking like they're going to spend another 200 million. If they did that for a couple more years. And then won the league. And they won the league, yeah. They can't pumped. say they're a small club. They've spent about a billion quid. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it would kind of be like that, I think. But, yeah, I, I just want to, I don't know if I've really touched on Cantona much, but it's very much, it, I think people always talk about this one. Buy them too because people just when they talk about transfers, when you hear all the ex pros, all the old Man United players, and the likes of Shearer and Gary Lineker and stuff like that, they always have this one quite high a culture changer, really. Um, but I can see, yeah, I, I can see why you've got some of yours on the list. I just don't, I'm not sure I agree with, with really? the Aspie Lequator one. Aspie, right? So here's he's now full for my um, so Aspie came from Marseille for 7.2 million, right? This guy, I think Jose said, if he had 11 Aspel Equators on the pitch, he'd win a league every year or something along those lines. For me, the fact that he's become Chelsea captain, stepped in, become Chelsea captain after JT, who I believe is one of the best captains to play the game, win two Premier League titles, just win us the Champions League, take us to a Champions League, win an FA Cup, two Euros, one League Cup, space time for only 7.2 million. And remember, this is 7.2 million in 2012, 2013. Yeah, yeah. That is ridiculous amount of yeah and longevity etc. We can go on about you know the standard things that we'll be talking about. Yeah, I don't know how anyone can argue that's not value for money and for what he's done for the club. No, it's, of course it's just I think probably that bit it goes a bit to position of I guess we are becoming an era where fullback's important. I know he's played in the back three, centre back as well. But for me, it's a very similar story to Nemanja Vidic. Very similar, very similar fee. I think Vidic was a bit cheaper, but inflation would probably mean he's a bit more expensive. They play for around the same amount of years. They won the same amount of things. Yeah, it just reminds me of that. I know they're not the same sort of player, but... Yeah, I think my only argument that is Asper Quay was obviously the captain. I don't know, was, Vidic, was Vidic captain? I don't know. Vidic was the captain for a bit as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's so similar as well. I don't know. I think for, for me, it was he was brought... I think Vidic was brought in like 2006-07, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Whereas Aspie was brought years later when players at this time were going for... I think, did you buy Ozil around that time? I know A couple of years later or... Oh, no, a year later, actually, yeah. yeah so, you know, I'm not saying it's a... You know, Ozil was a different position and at that time was touted as one of the world's best centre-attacking mid-money, but money was getting spent around. Like, it wasn't... It wouldn't be silly if a defender would have come in at around 20 million 25 million you know if they were good enough and yes. i don't think anyone was expecting i don't know when this is again this is probably down to the scouting of chelsea but i don't think anyone was expecting any chelsea fan even knew who aspilicueta was no one was expecting him to be the player he was for chelsea he kind of went under the radar for many years um because the fact Matt, thing is when we talk about impact right i don't think you can get any more impact impactful than impactful is that a word in impactful um, than Asper Quote in terms of what you do on the pitch. This guy's played every position for Chelsea as well. He spent, I think one year we spent 17 million or something along those lines on, do you remember Felipe, Felipe Luis from... Yeah, yeah, that's he. Left yeah, and Asper Quote kept him out of that team playing left back all season. Brandon Slavovanich on the right back. Brandon Slavovanich uh, obviously left. He filled in the right side. I think that was his natural position. When JT left, Aspilicueta filled in the centre back. He's he's done it all and he's and he's done it really well. And obviously 
of recent times. His legs are going a bit. He's been in every single system. He's been in under so many managers. I, don't, I, don't, I feel like I'm selling the guy, but the, the way he's contributed to the club over the years has really gone under the radar. And I, don't, I think only Chelsea fans really recognise it. Um, and he'll be one of those players that once he retires, I think Chelsea fans will appreciate a lot more. I think they do now because he's won us the Champions League. He's captured us to the Champions League. And it's come to light that he's that good. But I think for 7.2 million, you can't really argue. I mean, Vidic didn't do, didn't move in different positions. Vidic, Vidic. No, you can't be arguing that Aspilicueta is a better player than Vidic. He's not a better player, but the the impact is on the team. I mean, we'll have to go and buy another fucking left back. We'll have to go and buy another fucking right back. We'll have to go and buy another. Yeah, I get. I know, but. So in effect, he saved us money in that that aspect. Eventually, we did buy them, but there were seasons where we didn't need to because he would be there to fill that position. Yeah, but Chelsea were—they bought him in 2012. They were the champions of Europe when they bought him, which means but, it's it's not it's not any different to United in terms of their their stature at the time. Yeah, right. You can say that, but that same season we finished sixth. All right. Yes, it was a fantastic run, you know, but. We finished sixth that season. Um, the year after, I think we had a few players after that, I believe. Or I think the year after, actually, I think the year after was one of our poor seasons when we finished quite bad. Um, so, look, Chelsea didn't, did, didn't, and I don't think we've ever had until the recent years, had this, the same magnitude as Man United in that argument. Um, yeah, I, just it's just strange because like your your argument, everything about the Espelicueta transfer is like completely different to all the Rooney stuff. What's that? As in, like, the reasons for Aspilicueta being so high are the, the bargain price, uh, the not being expected to do well, bit of a surprise or whatever. Yeah. Which is fine, but then you've got your number one where it's like, it's Different a world reason. record for a teenager. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, it's just mine are all a bit... It's a, it, I've for me, kind of gone for the same kind of reasoning for a lot of mine. Yeah, no, I've, I've gone different reasons because you can have different reasons for, you know, you can value things in different ways, can't you? So, for instance, I value Rooney for the longevity he's been there, like we said, and the impact. He's had a major impact on Man United, I feel, bigger than what Aspilicueta has had. I'm not discrediting Aspilicueta's impact on Chelsea. I just feel Rooney's impact was bigger. I just feel like the amount of money you threw at it, you definitely received that plus what you would have expected from Rooney over those years. I don't think any Man United fan would argue that Rain Rooney hasn't had that impact. You could you could probably argue Aspilicueta if you're not a Chelsea fan. But my my argument is Rooney's higher than Aspilicueta because of his impact, because of the value that the, he's he's produced the, he's produced the goods. Yeah. So you're, I suppose if we take it to impact as your main reason, I think impact is my main reason as well. But my yeah, top three, because I can understand my top three were about the future impact as well. Like, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's subjective because you, you're you're looking at it from a point of that without Cantona, Cantona, Omri, Burkham, the club in general wouldn't probably stand at that stature as they do today or not today, but of the years to come. Is that is that right in saying that? Uh yeah 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 and I'm I'm doing it on impact on the pitch and what they've produced for the club yeah so it's a bit of a tough one because I can see both points do you know what I mean it's not but I personally put it down to ultimately you're there as a player to win the club trophies plus yeah whatever you whatever you add onto that obviously yeah I I get that I. I would probably say, although you've been very much arguing for Rooney, a lot of it, I do feel like you've made a stronger argument for Lampard. And it's kind of making me feel Lampard's number one on the fact that it 
it's a little bit like that, you know, can't they? What's that? Can't they? Leicester title worth? Well, you've said Chelsea haven't won a title in 50 years. Yeah. So does that then mean that Lampard winning three Chelsea is more impressive than Rooney winning five of United? And obviously Lampard, Chelsea did well after Lampard left. That can be looked at as well. That. Or are he's, we looking at he's influenced the future, mate? Or are we looking at it too an analytical way? And you know, every season is an individual season, and you're only as good as what you are that season. And you, you can't look at the history of a of a club and you just take it on what they do every season. If that makes I sense, I think you've got to look at the history because ultimately that's what transfers are about changing, aren't they? They're about changing the path that a club's going on. Yeah, and what? Yeah, maybe you know. If you look at Chelsea when they signed Lampard, yes, it was before the money came, so it's probably hard to judge. But if if you had asked you back in 2002, oh, Lampard's going to sign, he's going to score 200 goals for you and get you three league titles, all these trophies, you'll be absolutely buzzing. If yeah. you said to a United fan, Rooney's going to sign for you for 30 million, they will be like, I expect, yeah. they're probably going to say, coming off the back of that Euros, you're not going to offer them anything. They're probably going to go, right, if he's signing for that much, I expect this, 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 this. I think the Lampard one was more of a surprise. Whether the fact that you value the Rooney one because he had so much pressure, <laughs> it's just another thing. You're going back in circles, really, to go around for ages. It, it, it's hard. Like It's hard because you could look at it in so many different ways. It is because Rooney, personally, I think... I think titles and what you've done, like the only reason why Lampard and Rooney are so split is because two Premier League titles, I think, is better than three. Um, Rooney was more in terms, I think, is double of what Lampard was brought for. But I think you may have got a little bit more out of Rooney than Lampard. Um, I don't know. I, it, they're, they're very close. I'm not going to lie. So I'm happy with Lampard over Rooney or Rooney over Lampard. But I, I have to, have, I feel like Rooney should be up there. Yeah, I, I think you have made a good case for him. But I, I just feel like. You're judging the transfer by a little bit on the expectation. I don't know. I just think, like, you know, if you look at Ronaldo going to Real Madrid, for an example, he's probably been the best player of of all time for a few years that he was there. I'm I'm now in the Messi camp, you know, the best player of all time. But I think Ronaldo's time at Madrid, he was, you know, he was doing that sort of form. But because he cost 80 million and everyone knew how good he was, it loses a little bit of that that, uh, that magic. Yeah, and that, yeah, it does. It does. I, I think at the time everyone was gobsmacked that someone was going for that amount. It's like Pogba. You're not supposed yeah. to be judged, apparently nowadays. You're not supposed to be judged on your price tag. You can't help but being brought for that amount of money. But you know, you, you're you right. Can't judge the player, but you can still judge the club. Yeah. But ultimately, it's the player that played. Um, and if that's the case, then Rooney can't help being brought for 33 million. <laughs> but, well, um, no, I think we're judging you. Yeah, I think we're talking about the players. But yeah, I think the, you know we're giving United the credit. Yeah, the credit for buying these players, aren't we? So yeah, I think that's where we've got to look at it from. Um, maybe that's where Rooney may go a little lower than Lampard. Um, but I just it's those two Premier League titles that that get me. Um, and I know I know what you're saying. I hundred percent get what you're saying. But All right, let me try and think of. Let me try and go back. Think of the players that United could have spent that money on because obviously I've said Joe Cole but Joe Cole went for about 5 million didn't it Chelsea yeah. so if they're spending 30 odd million and what year was this 2004 2004 yeah so I mean Henrik Larsson could have got him on a free they did he get went, him they did get him a few years later yeah but he went to Barcelona well, I think it was on a free in 2004 uh, so they could have got look they could have got Andrei Shevchenko 
Who had a title? Got Shevchenko. Ballon d'Or. Chelsea got him years later. Did nothing. Deco. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you know that doesn't mean he wouldn't have been good. Yeah, they could have got Deco. Chelsea got him years later. And I'm I'm just looking at the Ballon d'Or list. I'll be honest. Omri, they wouldn't have got him, but Ronaldinho, Adriano from Inter Milan, is he going to have the same impact as Rooney? Rooney was number eight from the bloody Ballon d'Or list at that time. I personally, I, I just don't feel like anyone is going to come close to Rooney in that aspect. I just feel like it's one of those things. Do you know when they talk about Kai Havertz being a once in a lot, or this Haaland situation at the moment, where they're mm-hmm. saying Chelsea are going to spend 150 million to buy him because next year um, he'll be one year left on his contract and there'll be a massive um, bidding war for everyone. And if Chelsea buy him now for 150 million, they've got him. And it's one of those ones where Chelsea spend 150 million and he goes and becomes Chelsea's all time top goal scorer. No one's going to bat an eyelid, are they? No one's going to bat an eyelid, but no one's going to put him. No one's going to put him as a bargain. Yeah, or but they may you say know, a top transfer. Best... I don't. I don't think they would necessarily put him as a top transfer. Well, you're, you're buying someone who's the best all time goal scorer ever at your club. If that happens, yeah, it's got to be count to something. You, you know, you buy you you buy. You, you, what you buy players for is to win titles and win leagues and stuff. You don't buy them to be like, oh, I've got this amount, I've got this decent season from him for this amount of money. Obviously, when you go into negotiations, you try and bargain down and stuff like that. You do all that stuff. But I personally feel like you're you're buying into... No, I do, I do agree with that. I do agree. It's just come back to the point of like, all right, let's just say PSG, for example. Yeah. They could buy any player, like Neymar, right? Yeah. So if Neymar stays at PSG for 10 years and he's won, what, uh, eight, you know, it's, it's only been one season, hasn't it, where he's not won the league, which is this season. How much did he get? He's got about 200 million or something, wasn't it? 200 million, right. But if he won nine nine league titles in those 10 seasons, because I think the year Monaco won it, he was still at Barcelona. And let's just say Champions League as well. And let's say Champions League, yeah. It's just as expected. It is, right? And isn't that like Rooney? Five Premier League titles is a lot, yes. But Rooney wasn't expected. Look, Rooney was... But he was player. there for 13 years. Yeah, and that's what you I buy I think in. that's par for the course. I don't think that's... I think you buy into that because, like the, like I said about the Oswald situation, you could buy a player and he could be fucking terrible. Like, he could he could be all right for a two... Like, for instance, if Kai Havertz won his Champions League this year, right? Yeah. Like, Thank Ivers, and then for the next three years or four years, he's shit, and we're still paying his wages and whatnot, and he causes causes havoc in the team. That's a massive waste of money. Kepa, yeah. Kepa Rusebalaga. Forget the price tag for the moment, right? He's a massive waste of money. Even if I brought him for like fifteen million or ten million, forget the value. It's just a waste of money because he's not providing anything to the team. Rooney was young. He his his career could have gone either way. He was still young. You know, you know what? Like for instance, Sancho at the moment, they're all saying like, oh, he's got potential, blah blah blah. He's done stuff in the in the Bundesliga already, so you kind of have an inkling that he's going to be good potentially. But if he if he mucks up, they're going to say it's a massive waste of money, right? Yeah, yeah. If he doesn't muck up and he's the best player this year, nothing's gonna. No one's gonna say nothing. They're not gonna say he's a bargain. Mm. Well, Rooney at the moment, at that time, it wasn't. He he wasn't. He was a lot of money, right? A lot of money. I'm not saying he was astronomical amounts of money because, like you said, Figo around years before was 40 million and blah blah blah. It was a risk, and like you said before, the risk, risky ones that pay off. Like we said about Van der Sar, we'll get into get onto the risky ones that pay off are the best ones. I I, I feel or what, some of the best ones. Like yeah, yeah, I I think they are. But there's there's risk. Yeah, there's risks in different ways, isn't there? There's spending a lot of money on someone or getting an unknown. But the thing about the five Premier League titles, Rooney, like I mean, 
I've got Roy Keane in my list. Yeah. Obviously won seven, eight. Yeah. Can't not won four in five years. Yeah, they're good shots. Like, I just think that it's not necessarily the best argument, the five Premier League titles, because a lot of these guys on the list have won five Premier League titles. Only or four. United ones or the Chelsea? They're all the United ones, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of, a lot of the United ones have been talked about or mentioned. Yeah, you've yeah. got Keane, Cantona's won four, Companies won four. Keane, I didn't know how much Keane was. I didn't put him in because, ironically, I thought he was uh, before the Prem, so... Okay, yeah, so he was not... Forrest got relegated first yeah. year of the Prem. Then he moved to United. So he missed out on United's first and he got sold in 2005. So he had twelve years, and we would have won. We would have won two. No, we would have won three. Blackburn would have won one. Chelsea would have won one. So he's won eight, I think. Seven, yeah, he would have won seven or eight in in the twelve years that he was at United. And yeah, he's obviously the cap. He was the captain after Cantona. Yeah, you know, you love him as well. You've had him very high in your centre mids list and all things like that. Champions League. So that's up. where. Uh, yeah, uh, Champions uh, League. Uh, I'd put him up there. So that's I'd... where, like, the five Premier League titles for Rooney is not... That can't be the, the killer argument because then you can talk about all these other players and you can't say Roy Keane's not had an impact or, or Cantona. No, I think I think Roy Keane's a good shout. Cantona, for me, would he have... For me, how much is he? One he had point... four. He's about one, one and a half, two, something like that. Similar to Roy Keane. I think Roy Keane might have even been a bit more because he was uh, from from a well they're both from Premier League teams actually Cantona's from Leeds but I think Keane was about three and a half four. I, I look I I think Roy Keane's a good shout. I I I I totally didn't put him in before I thought he was before um before the Prem but Cantona I think was also a good shout. I I didn't I didn't put him in. I don't know why I didn't put him in. Um I just think I I just feel like again I'm open to change. I think Lampard is close as well. The impact he's had at Chelsea changed the direction of the club, like you, like you said with Kante. Um, so I'm open to all of them. I think Roy Keane, you know my views on him. I think he's an amazing player. Um, gave everything for United. W- wanted to win all the bloody time. Hard as nails, man. He's a solid player. Um, and in terms of impact, he probably had a better impact than Rooney. And he could be number one, personally. Um, but... I don't know how you're looking at it. I where, how are you looking at it? How are you view, you're viewing it? For, is so, it just something on impact on the club? Because Roy Keane would have definitely had an impact on the club. Yeah, so the reason I put Kante number one is because I feel like he changed Leicester's future more than any player on this list. So Keane is ninth and Cantona's second. What's the difference between them? Uh, Cantona was the season earlier, so he kicked it all off, basically. And he was cheaper by uh, well less than less than half the price of Keane and you know for the four years he was the man and then from there Keane and Cantona retired so you don't I can understand both don't get me wrong but also I think the reason my I swayed towards Cantona over Keane was just hearing I've heard a lot of these type of stuff on podcasts and I mean like that match of day top 10 was an example and when you when you hear pundits and people talk about the nineties, they talk about Schmeichel and Keane, uh, Schmeichel and Cantona as the biggest two transfers. Yeah. Then they talk about Keane, Rooney, Ronaldo, further as the kind of next post. Yeah, I think you're always going to have all the United lot in there because again, it's it's what they've done for the club. Um, and I know a lot of United fans say Cantona changed the club, didn't they? Even yeah, yeah. Different for the club, so I can understand that point as well. I, it's hard. Like, I think, like you said earlier on, with the United one, because they're such a successful club, you kind of don't want to give credit to any one player. Yeah, yeah. 
But in reality, they've all done it. They're such a big club. They've all done it. Um, they've all had an impact. The, the, the top three can easily be, for me, and my question was, why is Keane so different from, like, so far away from Cantona, really? But if... To be honest, as I said, I, I, kind of, I kind of made the list a while ago and I just kind of yeah. stuck with it. But yeah, looking back, I think they've, they're not. They shouldn't be that far apart. So it's, it sounds nuts, but all three of them could be near the top. Um, I really like the can can reason though. I, I, look, I'm 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 all for that because of the impact he had in the club. And Leicester was a nobody club, really. I mean, everyone knows who Leicester is, but they like you said the yo-yo team year before they literally was getting relegated almost, weren't they? I, I can't. What's his name? What was the guy who took him over? Um, not took him over. The guy who um, was the manager at the time, and then Ranieri came in anyway. He had a good Nigel Pearce. That's it. Had a, had a good spell towards the end. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Kante came along. Boom. Changed things. <sighs> Such a hard one. This one. I mean, let me go through the other ones because we haven't even spoke about Ronaldo. Yeah, I know. It's Man, mad. Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo. He was seventy mil. Was it less? Uh, it depends what figures you look at, but yeah, somewhere yeah. between 12 and 18. And he obviously got sold for 85. Now, I looked at this from a different view. Like I said, my, my list is... I've got, I've got different reasons for all these different players. Um, my reason for Ronaldo was you've literally got one of the world's best players for that amount of money. Um, mm. And for me, that's just... that That's the sole reason. You, you've ended up producing the second best player in the world at that time um, and then went on to obviously be the second best player in the world uh, continue that at Real Madrid but no one knew the magnitude of Ronaldo when he joined you kind of got an inkling didn't you but no one knew how big he would be and I remember watching Match of the Day and seeing this guy play and thought he was from a different planet because the, the style of play was completely different to anyone else yeah. at the time. Um, so he was there um, Ashley Cole was above him we spoke about him before the reason why Ashley Cole was above him again it was just the impact he had on the team at Chelsea I think. Also, Cole was super cheap. Yeah, and that was it. Because well, he was he was a known quantity. Yeah. Like, it was five mil plus Gallas, but Gallas created more problems for us than <laughs> he was worth. So, essentially five million. And he was, even at that time, possibly the best left back in the world. So, when you're getting a player like that on the cheap, it's a little bit like um, Tony Cruz going to Real Madrid for like. It's that sort of level of, wow, they really got that world-class player that cheap, which not. Not many of these players are because most of them are a little bit risky or, in the Rooney case, expensive. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've not, we've still not really come to any agreement on any of this, but it is it's very difficult. It's very subjective. I just feel like the Rooney argument of the five, if it five titles over three or whatever, you can really look at it. You can say Lampard's three are worth Rooney's five. You can say Kante's one is worth two or three. Or you could say you could say that Kante signing uh, put United on the springboard to get loads more. And longevity of Roy Keane, captain, and it is so hard. You know, that, that was my reasoning behind my list. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, I, I think Keane has got all the points that Rooney's got, though. He's got... Yeah, no, exactly. He's that. got longevity. He's got more league titles. He's actually got... Uh, you know, impact captain. But the only difference is the position. That yeah, was one Rooney's position. just a better player by yeah. by a mile, and that's that's no slight on Roy Keane anyway. That just how good Rooney is, but it's just I don't know. Just because you're the best player doesn't mean the same with Henri. Like just because you're the best player doesn't mean the best signing necessarily. No, and exactly that. Last and even trip. Ronaldo as well. Like Ronaldo. Yeah. Last. Is he the last Ballon d'Or winner from the Premier League? Maybe even or Owen won it, didn't he as well? But he's the only one to win World Player of the Year. 
yeah. and Ballon d'Or the Premier League. And But you wouldn't put Ronaldo, I wouldn't say he'd be at the top of this list just because he, he had his best years at Real Madrid. You know, Yeah, and listen, he ain't far off in terms of title with Ben Rooney. Um, yeah, yeah, he got what, three or four? Three. So yeah. it's, it's what I feel, I'm looking at it from the point of what you got out of them for what you brought, you know. Yeah. And, that's that's my main, you know, one of my main points anyway. But last two, I've got obviously Van der Sar, we said two million from Fulham, four Prems, two League Cups, one Champions League and a Club World Cup. Like you said earlier on, risking it, being old, but doing what he done. He saved United a fair few times and was pivotal to that squad. Yeah. And then my, my last one is obviously Eden Hazard. Now, in this day and age, 31 mil or 32 mil from Lille. He's got the factor that I like. Obviously, he's got two Prem titles, one FA Cup, two Europa Leagues and one league cup never won us the champions league that was the biggest downfall he would have been higher um the problem with lampard is this is technically a premier league list but i know what you're saying i think you do have to take other competitions into account yeah uh, it's the impact they've had in the premier league club that's what i've yeah yeah uh, yeah and for hazard i feel like he he had so much and it's, they say it a lot about hazard he's definitely a bargain in that day and age um i mean jack you was talking about him years before he became relevant I don't think many people knew about him really when they when he was brought. Um, he probably towards the end of the, probably towards near the time Chelsea brought him, he became more known. And no one really knew about Hazard. He was someone that was going under the radar. Um, and then for what we brought him for, thirty-two million, just seems like a steal. In I probably probably was worth easily fifty million at that time. And when yeah, I, I think this is similar to the Ronaldo one. Yeah, because they both got sold exactly like one, for one, a lot of money at the end as well. Yeah, hundred thirty million. Chelsea are gonna a set to receive from from Real Madrid. Uh, and when I'm talking about impact for Hazard, there's no denying he carried that team for many years up until what was it? How long? Is it two years now. He's not been here. Um, every every manager that came in with Hazard built a squad round. He had the freedom to do whatever he wanted, basically. He's known for not training properly, properly and because he's so good, he just does what he wants. He, he, he was just an amazing player and so entertaining. And, you know, 32 million, such a bargain for a player like that. Like I said, he was easily in a top five best players in the world um and to keep him at Chelsea for that long was unbelievable um and it just shows you I mean now he's at Madrid I know he's been injury prone quite a bit but even when he has played at Madrid and they've tried to put him in a system and they haven't given that freedom that he had at Chelsea it just shows you how lucky Chelsea were to have him and how big of a player he was and for 32 million for someone like that I don't know how how Chelsea managed to pull it off it was luckily that we won the Champions League off it and that's why you know with this Haaland situation at the moment I feel like if he is as good as you know he is good he's a good player but if he can produce the same numbers in the Premier League a Chelsea Champions League win is kind of what's it's, it's what's going to take him over to get him to attract that player um, so yeah he, he will elevate Chelsea to another level Harlem um, similar to what Hazard's done similar to what most of these players have done on this list to be honest it's going to be so hard to put them in to a 10 I, I really am dreading this part but I really want to make it quick because we've probably been going on for about three hours in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, the listeners are still with us. Three. Um, all right. Let's go for number one. Let's hash that out. Hash that out the top three and the rest will be easy, all right? What are you saying, number one? Considering um, said. I'm actually thinking not Kant now. Okay. I'm thinking more. Everything you've said about Rooney kind of makes me think Cantona or Keane or Miley. I think so. I, 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 think, I think that. I think... I've. I've had a boo-boo with Schmeichel 
I've had a boo-boo not putting Cantona in. I've had a boo-boo not putting Rooney in, to be fair. But I think, yeah, I think the Serbia, like, realistically, company is was on my list, but I don't think he should have made it. Because there was just a lot of Man City, so many, so many players they signed. There's no way you can pinpoint that down to one. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I'd probably say... Cantona. No, Cantona. I'd Cantona hire because of essentially what I've heard Nani say about him. I, I, I feel like... The difference with Cantona and Keane, I think you mentioned it, is you said he was a year before and like a spring ball to, to that United team going on to win all those things. Add to that, he was brought from a direct rival. Yeah, the champions a year before. Yeah, add to that, that his character plays a massive part in that United team going forward. You know, don't get me wrong, Keane has definitely got a character, so is Rooney, but... Cantona was a different ilk of player, wasn't he? Like a different kind of, kind of like if you're young, probably uh, a, a probably a crazier Ibrahimovic, would you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been on our. He really could have been on our Hardman episode last week as well. Yeah, he <laughs> could have. I know Palace fans don't. Know. Oh, something about a seagull. Something quite about a seagull. I don't know. Um, yeah. All right. Look, Cantona. I'm happy first if you are, and then Keane. Are you convinced on Keane through? Uh, I feel like what he's done to the amount he cost. I didn't. I didn't. I totally didn't put him in because I didn't think he was brought in the Premiera. Yeah, if that. I mean, yeah. If you if you didn't think, yeah, I'm quite happy to. Essentially, you put Schmeichel very high, and it's kind of it's really keen in his place, isn't it? Because yeah, Keane was signed in the Premier League era, whereas Schmeichel uh, the year before the Premier League started. Exactly that. Yeah. So, yeah, but I I've think had... then Rooney. What Rooney and Keane are very. Very similar too, aren't they, in terms of their yeah. whole impact career? So we say in Cantona, Keane, Rooney, Lampard. Yeah, I think Lampard is a good shout. Yeah. Right then, what are we going next? Burkamp. Uh, I don't know. Um, oh, so right. Burkamp was one a little bit. Yeah, it, it was kind of like the Cantona one in that it was like a big marquee signing that lifted the club. Um, I certainly think Burkamp over people like Omri, Ronaldo, people like that. I'm a, yeah, I'm happy to have Burkamp next year. Yeah. And then I think Kante. I think Kante. I know it's one season, but it's a major season. All right. So is that number six? So we got uh, Cantona, Keane, Rooney, Lampard, uh, Burkamp, Kante number six. So we're going on to number seven now. Uh, see, I, I was when I when I put Aspilicueta above Omri, I was debating it. Don't, don't get me wrong, I was debating. Is that a bit crazy because Omri is Mr. Premier League? Do you know what I mean? And Aspilicueta is yeah. still. Is just is just a hero at Chelsea, a legend now, but a hero at Chelsea, I suppose. What do you think about the Shearer bit, though? Because in terms of like, so I think Cantona's number six. Shearer's are very similar in that he won a league title. I think Shearer next year. And he I, got sold for a ton of money, a world record fee. Yeah, I think Shearer next because the ones after Shearer, like Aspilicueta, Omri, blah blah blah, they were. They're bargains and they were good, but they haven't had the impact of the players above them. Omri, maybe. I think Omri... Well, yeah. Um, the thing with Omri, I'm not actually... Yeah, I do agree with you. I'm not sure it's the impact. Like, don't get me wrong. I've got him as the greatest uh, ever Arsenal player and the greatest ever Premier League player. But we had Anelka at the time. And who knows what Anelka could have been if he stayed under Arsenal. Yeah. And, you know, it, it take if we had had a replacement for Emmanuel Petit in there, someone could, I can't really think of anyone, but maybe even like a Lampard, you know, in there. 
Yeah. It's that um, with Vieira, because Petit left Barcelona, he might not have needed such a good striker as on. We could have maybe got away with So, yeah, I think Shearer just. Shearer was better. Than, Shearer at Blackburn was arguably the best Premier League player ever. Yeah. Uh, he just didn't have his old career there. He wasn't as good at Newcastle. No, but he, he knew where the net was. Oh, all right. So, Shearer, so Kante 6, Shearer 7, so 8, 9, and 10. So, we're we saying Omri next, or are we saying someone else? Um, I suppose, so, what was you about to say about Aspilicueta and Omri? So, I think the. I was debating between the both. I think there is still a bit in my head that is thinking Omri was bought for 14.4 million and he did get sold for 21, didn't he, as well? So sell-on value is... I'm pretty sure he got sold for 21. Am I, am I right there? He got sold for quite a bit faster. Yeah, is that a tra- transfer, Mark? Yeah, so it might be... Yeah, because I, I think... Yeah, it... It's about that much profit anyway, because I think I've seen it where it's about 12 and 17, but either way, it's about five, six million profit. Yeah, so, you know, again, it falls in that category like Petacek. I had Petacek high, and I don't know whether you would see a keeper that high. Um, but I think of all the keepers, I think, yeah, given Schmeichel wasn't technically Premier League, I think Czech is, it should be in the 10. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so I had Czech before both of them, purely for the fact, the impact, the amount of money we sold him for more, and he he was the spine of that Chelsea team for years, and was one of, if, if not the best Premier League keeper. Um, yeah, see, it's hard because Omri is like you just said, one of the best Premier League players ever. Aspilicueta, I, I, I may have put him there just because of his price tag um, and the fact he was captain and what he's won over Omri. So there's there's all these different factors. I mean, I'm going to leave that one up to you because there's all those different factors I've taken into account. I put them solely on different reasoning, so it makes it a lot harder for this list. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I, I think check maybe, yeah, because I, I feel like. Omri and Ronaldo being next to each other might might be fair. Yeah, in that order as well. I don't think Ronaldo's above Omri in that aspect. Yeah. Okay, I think we got there in the end. Listeners, thank you for, for sticking with us. We're at our final 10. Jack, you want to wheel off what we've come to? Yeah, so at 10, we've got Cristiano Ronaldo. 9, Thierry Omri. 8, Petr Cech. 7, Alan Shearer. 6, Ngolo Kante. Five, Dennis Bergkamp. Four, Frank Lampard. Three, Wayne Rooney. Two, Roy Keane. One, Eric. What a list. What a list. I don't think we'll ever get anyone else in that list. I think that list is um, solidified for, for years. I don't think there's ever going to be a bargain again now, looking at the transfer market. Uh, Too much Twitter and stuff. Everyone knows everyone now. That's it. People, but this is what does me in with uh, modern day, um, the way social media is and how people claim to know how good people are and shit like that. Yeah. Granted, Jack, I can't deny you used to come out with like, oh, Pjanic and Hazard and fucking who else? Um, Pato. I knew more then though than I know now, to be honest. Yeah, I know, I know. The youngsters coming through. You knew what you were talking about, but I think you're a very rare breed, um, or, or was back then. I don't think half these people know what they're talking about when they turn to social media. Like, for instance, Chelsea being linked to Kunde and all of a sudden he's like the best centre-back and throwing out stats of how he's won all these aerial balls and just leave it off, man. Like, you don't know these players and these players aren't ever going to, I'm assuming, I may be terribly, terribly wrong, but I can't say Kunde getting in this list, you know, when you're spending 35 million plus a player or 63 million or some shit. That, that's never going to get in this list because one, a price tag. Two, you ain't going to achieve the... No one's going to achieve what these players have achieved in the modern day, I don't think. You have to really be committed to a club. Looking at this list, all of these players have had very long time at, at the club. Well, probably Ronaldo, you say? Ronaldo was the only one that probably... 
How long was he there? Probably about five years, six years? Yeah, five. Yeah, yeah I, you've hardly seen that nowadays for a top players at a club. They're normally normally there when they're quite young and then go to a Real Madrid Barcelona. But things may change soon as uh, those clubs are now in financial difficulty. So you might see you might you may see things change. Who knows? But um, what a list! Thank you, Jack. Jack, you. you've got something to uh, mention about next week's episode, eh? Oh, next week, yeah. It's been quite a journey. We are coming to our hundredth episode next week, mm. so we've got something special, very special store, uh, and I'll just leave it at that. One hundred, bloody hell, man! We're gonna have to have, have a massive monologue. At the beginning of that, 100. And, uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Make sure you tune in for that episode. Um, as ever, check out the socials at FTLog Podcast. Make sure you like, comment and subscribe. Share us. Sh- talk to a friend. Say, oh, look, I've got this new podcast. Brilliant. Have a listen. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your auntie, tell your sister. Tell whoever. But whatever. You've got to do. you got to keep it. F-F-F-F-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-